With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, guys, here we go. The preview for Forest versus West Ham. This is do or die. This is must win. We've got to win this one. But can we? Welcome to the preview. Good morning, good evening, or good night. I hope you guys are doing well, and welcome to your match preview for Forest versus West Ham. And yeah, it's safe to say I'm already nervous about this one because with Villa coming up, with Liverpool coming up, I think then we got something in Brighton. There's some tough games coming ahead, and Forest have to win this. You, could, you might not call it a must win. I can't be asked with the whole me versus an argument over this. But honestly, we have to start picking up points. Especially as the rumours going around right now that Everton are going to get five points given back to them. Um, which we'll keep you posted on. But that's the rumours and the stories that I'm hearing at the moment. If you're liking the content, please don't forget to hit that like button. Subscribe to Forest Fan TV if you are new. And coming up on today's video, we'll talk you through... A couple of predicted teams, because it will depend whether or not players are back from AFCON, etc. We'll talk you through the West Ham team, what I expect David Moyes to do, how this game will pan out, and was it a good thing or a bad thing that Arsenal absolutely tonked West Ham the other day. So, let's jump into this, and let's get straight into the team, because we're going to have to spend a bit of time on this one. Now, we're doing this before Nuno's presser. But what we know is that Montiel is out and Chris Wood is out. What we still haven't had confirmed is whether or not Sangare and Bolly have back and joined the squad. I'm expecting them back today. But whether or not Nuno's going to chuck them straight into the team, we'll have to wait and see. So we'll do a couple of permutations depending on who's available and who's not. Now, I do think there will be changes from last week. Um, and where do I see the changes? Not in goal. I think Sells will continue in goal. Although he conceded three, he was all right. He was solid. 
I think where the change is going to happen is potentially here at right back. I think Nico Williams, although has been decent over the last couple of games, if Einar is up to it and match fit, and Einar, I believe, is back, I think he will come in at right back. And that will be probably Nuno's preferred um, fullbacks. Now, I'm not saying they're my preferred two fullbacks. I personally would go Einar at left back, and then once Montiel's fit, put him at right back. But I just think he just loves Nuno Tavares, man. And I saw good signs from Tavares in the Newcastle match. I'm not going to get into a whole debate with you lot about why you lot thought he was bad and I thought he was good. But it is what it is. But I think that will be the fullbacks. The other change I think will happen if Bolly is back and Bolly is fresh enough, and he should be because he didn't have much game time, I can see Bolly coming in to pair up with Murillo. Now, I didn't think Niakate was too bad. I thought he was quite nervous in the first half, put some bad passes uh, back to Sells. That one that went out for a corner stands out. But uh, the reason I would put Bolly in, or I think Nuno's going to put Bolly in, is because of James Ward-Prowse and his corners and his free kicks. And we need some aerial presence and dominance in there. Now, Bolly is solid, but he's not a ball-playing centre-back. Niakate is, Omar Bamadeli kind of is getting towards that. I could see Bolly coming in. If Bolly isn't fully ready or hasn't got back in time, then potentially you could see Niakate carry back on or an outside bet, Felipe might come in, who is solid in the air. But I've got a feeling this might be the back five that we see. Now, the changes where I think they will happen will be in this double pivot or six and eight, however you guys want to describe it. Dominguez stays for me, 100%, but you've got to drop Yates. Yates has not been good in the last match or two. Now, it all depends and it all circulates around this man Sangare. Is he back? If he is back, I think this is our best 6-8 combo. Full stop. I'm not going to hear anyone tell me Yates can do a better job and what have you. This is the 6-8. Now, I know a lot of you are not convinced about Sangare. What game has he played well? I've seen in the comments. He's too slow. He's this, he's that, the other. Let me just remind you, Cooper played him as an 8, not as an attacking 6. And that's been the problem throughout Cooper's reign, is that he was playing players in wrong positions. Sangare is a 6. A 6 that likes to dominate, that allows us to play a two-man midfield. So I expect to see this potentially happening with the six and the eight. Now, if he's not available, I'd just put Danilo in. I'd go Danilo and Dominguez. I'm not convinced Sangare starts. I hope he starts, but I'm not convinced. And then the front four, would I change anything? That Callum Hudson-Odoi is looking like he's improving and building up confidence. Elanga was decent, but made that crucial mistake for the third goal. I want to get Reina in. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I want to see Reina get 90 minutes under his belt. And I think if you have to drop someone for Reina, there's two options you could do. Either you do a straight swap with Callum Hudson-Odoi and get Reina out here on the left-hand side. Or if you want to go super aggressive, let's just say Sangare is not ready. You go Dominguez and you go MGW in the 6 and the 8. You put Reina in the 10, and then you bring Callum Hudson-Odoi out here on the left-hand side, Alanga on the right, Taiwo up front. That is really attacking and really aggressive. And you guys know me, I, I like attacking football. But even by my standards, that that is very attacking. 
Does Nuno have the kahunas to do this? I think he does, but I don't think we're going to see it. I think he wants Morgan Gibbs-White in the 10. Now, could you switch Reyna and MGW the other way around? I'd probably say not because I think Morgan Gibbs-White works harder than Reyna and gets around the pitch a lot quicker. That's aggressive. Now, realistically, if you wanted to do it that way around, the smart play to hold the midfield would be a Sangara and Morgan Gibbs-White there, where Sangara plays as the out-and-out six and then allows almost like a double eight for Reyna and Morgan Gibbs-White in front of him. In fact, you'd probably see something... If this were to ever happen, God, it would be interesting to watch. But you'd see, you'd see a formation like this. It's almost a 4-3-3 with an inverted diamond... Uh, with an inverted triangle, sorry. Man, that's attacking. But I kind of like it. And against West Ham, a weakened defence. It could work, but it's too aggressive. It's too aggressive. I think what I'm going to do is stick with the original. And I'm going to go with this. Um, with Callum Hudson-Odoi on the left. And if Sangare is available and can be chucked in, he goes in there. Now, will this team beat West Ham? On paper, it looks strong enough. On paper, it looks good enough. But at the moment, I don't want to see Barca-style prime football. I just want to see a win. 1-0, 2-1, last minute off, I don't know, Langer's butt cheek and in it goes. I'll take it. I'll take it. But that's the team I'm going with if those players are available. If not, I'd switch Bolly out for Omar Bamadeli personally and Sangare for Danilo. That's what I'd do. Do you agree with that team or not? Let me know in the comments down below. All right, so let's have a look at the West Ham team. And this is the team that got slapped by Arsenal 6-0. So one thing we know for sure is there's going to have to be changes. You can't just feel the same team out. That would like, oh my God, their fans would riot. And the big one here is what the, the hell is Moyes doing on the left side of the pitch with Johnson playing as a left winger. And they've got Cornet, who is fit. Okay, he hasn't been great for them, but at least he's a left winger. They sold Ben Rahma in the January transfer window. And they haven't got the numbers there. I think there's definitely going to be a change in that position. The other one that all the West Ham fans are crying about is Suchek. What's he doing? He's useless, blah, blah, blah. And Bowen being played as their number nine when he's like shorter than Esman. So uh, I think there's going to be a few changes. Now, I think some of the changes that might happen... You could potentially see Johnson dropped. Then maybe Bowen moved out to the left or him and Kudos switched over. And then maybe, maybe Danny Ings coming back in potentially, even though he's been crap for them. And then the other change that might have to happen is Suchek being dropped and Calvin Phillips coming in. And again, he's been crap since he's come back to West Ham. I don't know if they'll change anything in the back per se. Mavronopoulos might come in for one of the centre-backs. Aguered hasn't been great. He's more of a ball-playing centre-back than anything, and he just doesn't fit the low-block David Moyles philosophy. So um, I think we could see something like that. But the other thing is Moyes could just be stubborn and a mule and a dinosaur and just decide to go with the same set of players that he did. And tell them, you got to go and reprieve yourselves after the last game. Now, what we know for sure is Paqueta is out. He's their best player by a country mile. Um, without him, they have zero creativity. 
Um, you've got Forrest Oldboy as well. He's out injured. Antonio, so he won't be playing. Although he did tweet City Ground next. So I don't know if he's expecting a miraculous recovery, but he's meant to be out until the end of Feb. Um, with a knee injury, I think it is. Outside of that, honestly, this West Ham team is decent, but is not clicking at all. There's a lot of rumours that they're not playing for the manager. There's talks that maybe they're just going to down tools and see if the board will get rid of Moyes because they don't like his training philosophy and things like that. You're hearing all kinds of crap coming out of them. In terms of the players I do like, Kudos has been brilliant for them. Kudos has basically carried them while Paqueta has been out. Obviously, he's been away at AFCON. Um, but before that, he was just sensational for them. It's like a one-man team at times. Alvarez, I do rate. I think he's decent. And Bowen was firing earlier on in the season, but has slowed down now, especially once Moyes put him up as the straight nine. He's just too small for it. But overall, it's an okay team. It's a solid team, but it's not one that we should be terrified of. The one we should be scared of with our track records is Ward Prowse. Not because he's a good ball-playing player. Forget all that. As a midfielder, I don't think he does too much. It's his dead ball skills from corners and free kicks. And what have we been suffering from over the last few weeks? Giving away sloppy goals from dead balls and from corners. So that's the one we need to worry about. Hence why I think Bolly coming in, if he's back, may not be a bad shout at all. But what do you guys think? I think the team could look something like that. Let me know if anyone worries you from this team in the comments down below. Now, going on to the game itself, as I mentioned to you, I think Forrest, to win this game, will need to focus their attack down our right-hand channel, which would be that West Ham left-hand channel, especially if Moyes is stubborn and continues playing Johnson at left wing. It's just a gaping hole. They're basically very lopsided in their play, and Forrest could find a lot of space in that area, and if we can double up on Emerson, then Forrest could be quite successful from that right-hand wing with Alanga, and if it's Einar or um, Williams, whoever it might be, that could be quite successful. In terms of the midfield, if he does go with Calvin Phillips, he is rusty and he is nervous and he's playing under pressure. So Forrest will need to get in on him very quickly and put him, you know, off kilter and off balance. And then if they do play Bowen up front, then if Bolly's in there and Murillo's in there, they should be able to bully him away. My big concern is that left back when it comes to Tavares and his defending. Because if he's up against Kudos, Kudos will eat him alive. And that is a worrying thing for me. So I expect quite a few goals in this game. And I don't know if I think Forrest are going to win or not. I haven't got a feeling or anything like that on the scoreline. All I know is we have to win. We have to find a way to get three points in the bag now. There's, there's no, no point in waiting until the next game anymore. It needs to be this game right here, right now. So, come hell or high water, Forest have to win this one. And they've got to win it 3-1. That's the prediction I'm going with. No idea if... It, I'm not even confident saying it out loud. All I'm saying is we have to win. Get your score predictions in down below. 
Don't forget as well, if you haven't already, please download SofaScore, the best football app on the planet. It's absolutely free. It's on iOS and Android. And make sure you subscribe to our second channel, the Footy Network. I'll leave the link on the end screen for you guys as well. Go check out those videos. If you haven't already, uh, please do hit that like button. Subscribe to Forest Fan TV if you are new. And we'll see you on the next video. Come on, you Reds. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.